Welcome to the Fire and Earth podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Groover. And today we're going to talk about something very simple. It's simplicity. And so often, you know, we strive for things and we want more things and we think this all this external stuff is going to make us happy. And sometimes we forget that there's these simple things in life that can bring such joy. And when I went outside this morning and fed the birds and the squirrels, and I can see them now waiting, they know what the sounds are of me coming out. And there's the, you know, the crow up in the tree waiting for the peanut and the squirrels kind of peeking out from behind shrubbery and the birds kind of going, it's a little bit later than it was yesterday. Come on, Gruber, let's go. Um, it just, it's so much joy to me. And we have a new baby squirrel in the yard who is just this little spaz. And I, it's just, I just, you can tell I'm just ecstatic because I fed birds. This didn't bring me, didn't bring me money. It didn't bring me fame, fortune. It just, there's the simplicity of watching nature that brings me such joy. And I think so often we're running through our busy lives expecting to do, 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 do. And we forget to just be in that simplicity. So that's yeah. what we're going to talk about today. Well, and I think it's, it's interesting because, because it can look a lot of different ways too, right? Like, like when you, when you use the word shrubbery, I was like, oh, Kathy, you have a shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me think of Monty Python and right. it makes me want to laugh, right? Bring me a shrubbery. Right? Because, you know, again, it's it's it can be as simple as just laughing or having it, you know, re remembering something like that, watching watching nature. I mean, I, I love watching the birds and you know, we've got a bunch of lizards running around now and a whole bunch I mean, lizard push ups. Oh my god. Love watching yeah. that, right? Um, but but so many things because I think I think so much of the time we we want to make our lives complicated. We want to feel like we've got a whole big checklist that we have to do, and unless we do all of the checklist, then you know we're not any good. But right. it's really much simpler than that, and and I think too the more simple we can make our life. Right. And the more we can find joy in the simple things. Yes. Right. That's where the joy and the happiness comes. And even just a few minutes out of every day of just feeling happy, mm -hmm. feeling peaceful, feeling joy. Right. Everything else is going to take care of itself. So when Kathy goes out in the morning, spends, I don't know, five minutes. Not even that. Not even that. Sometimes. You know, a couple minutes, just, you know, well, just, especially when the J's come down and sit on your yes. finger, right? I mean, that, that, that you got to stop and enjoy that one a little bit longer. Yeah. He's not been around much. He's older. The couple times he's been, he's like a little scruffier and a little grayer. And it's like you can see he's aged, which is kind of fascinating. But yeah, Eric got to feed him the other day and I saw him two, three days ago, maybe. Yeah, he doesn't come by much. Yeah. But yeah, it's the simplicity of just of watching that. And, you know, we have French doors with big you know, windows in them. And because we're in such a small place, pretty much anywhere you go in this house, you're walking past that door. <laughs> and, you know, I'll stop, like whatever I'm doing, like I'll be heading to get tea or hey, you go to the bathroom and I'll just stop in the doorway and I'll just watch all the birds. And there's one bird out there. I don't know what it is. It's this 
funky looking bird with almost this clown face and this really long nose. And it's like, I don't know what it is. And I've tried to look it up and I cannot find this bird and it's driving me crazy. So any of the birders out there, any ornithologists mm. want to give me a call and help me figure out what this bird is. It's adorable. Looks like a little, looks like a little clown. It's very cute. Interesting. I yeah. don't know that I've seen one of those. I don't know what it is. And it's very flitty. So like, I can't get a picture of it to like, but I'll have to look, I'll have to do more searching. But yeah, he's adorable. And I have so much fun watching him flit around. Huh. Simplicity. Huh. Simplicity. I wonder what that bird is. You know, I, that's the simplest thing ever. And it brings me such joy and it anchors me back in this present moment. Yeah. Well, and, and thinking about that too, you know, I think um, I, I, I'm the kind of person that likes to make things simple mm. and remove the complication out of things. Because I think so much of the time too, when things are really complicated, when we're trying to juggle and keep track of all of these different things, it adds an element of stress and anxiety to our life as well. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. Like, oh, I got these 10 steps that I got to do. And what if I don't do number six quite right? Or what if I forget number eight, right? And and I think, you know, so much of the time we're looking for things or maybe we think we're more important because we make things complicated. Like, hey, I can handle this. I can do it. Yeah. But, you know, when you stop and you think about some of the happiest people that are around, they don't get into all of that, right? And, and so much of the time, what makes them happy are things that are very simple. Yeah. You know, it's watching the birds. It's, it's a joke they hear. It's a, you know, whatever it happens to be, but it's usually pretty simple. Yeah. Right. That, that puts them in that state. And I mean, some of the happiest people that I've ever met have no material possessions to speak of. Right. They're the poorest people on the earth. Yeah. Some of the happiest people that I've ever met are people with terminal cancer. Right. And it's like, how can that be? How can you be dirt poor? Mm -hmm. How can you be, you know, living with a terminal illness and be happy because they've just got that simplicity of being in that moment and keeping things simple and enjoying the simple things of life. Yeah. We've been sold a bill of goods, especially in this country, that if we don't amass these things, whether it's more letters behind your name or, you know, no credit card debt or a giant savings account or a boat or a wave runner or a big house or, you know, 2.5 kids and, you know, the, the corporate job with the corner office, we've been told that if we don't have these things, then our life isn't fulfilled. And I remember when I was having a conversation, this was so many years back about not wanting to have kids because I've never wanted to have kids. And I had so many people say, oh my God, you're never, oh. <laughs> I gesticulated too much, ripped them right out of my ear. Ow, <laughs> didn't feel good at all. You're back? I'm back, wow, yeah, that didn't Ooh. feel good. Um, you know, they're like, you're never gonna have a fulfilled life without kids. And it's like, but I live an incredibly fulfilled life and I didn't need to reproduce to do that. And because of that, my life is so much simpler. You know, no one has ever said, no person without kids has ever said, God, I only had a five-year-old, but I hear all the time, oh man, life before kids. 
You know, mm-hmm. it's like we all make these choices of what kind of level of complication we want in our life. And let's face it, kids complicate life. But so many people, you know, bemoaned what my fate was going to be from not having this experience of being a mother. And it's like, but I didn't make that choice. We all have to choose what that simplified life looks like to us. And some people live their lives complicating it for no reason. You know, we all have that friend that everything is such a drudgery because they're complicating it with, you know, more computer programs or trying to bring in more people or making what could be a simple party, this crazy ordeal with all these moving parts. And it's like, so often we feel like we get, like you had said, you know, almost sort of applause or recognition for making our lives harder than they need to be. Well, and I think it's, it's, I'll share maybe kind of two, two examples of this too, right? Is that the more, the more things we amass or the more things we have, or the more complicated we make it a lot of times, you know, it ends up making our life a little worse, right? So again, let's imagine, I, I always like to kind of think every so often, like how do people live a hundred or 150 years ago? Right. So, so actually last night I, I rewatched the movie legends of the fall. Great oh, movie. Wow. Great movie. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was based kind of in, in Montana in the early 1900s around world war one. Right. Which was a little over a hundred years ago from where we're living today. And so I always like to kind of think about how did people live like that before? And it, and it was, it was a lot simpler. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like when the, when the Brad Pitt Tristan character left to go travel the world, he just hopped on his horse and he had a little bag and that was it. You know, now it's like, if you move, it's like, you got to go rent a 30 foot U-Haul and you've got all your shit that you got to throw in there. Right. And it complicates life a lot more. And again, I'm not saying get rid of everything, but simple is sometimes better, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. If you have, you know, back then people had two, maybe three pairs of clothes, right? And so that's fewer clothes that you have to wash. That's fewer clothes that you have to worry about storing or organizing Mm -hmm. in your closet or all of this other stuff, right? And another example, you know, one of the guys that I went to high school with, I remember talking to him, it was many, many years ago, because we're both business owners. And I remember him talking and him saying, you know, he, he'd, he'd grown a business, scaled back. And, and I remember him saying, you know, when I first started off, it was kind of me and like two or three people. And I, and I made about, you know, I, I made, right? So what came back to him was about this much, yeah. right? And he told me. And he's like, so I decided I wanted to grow my business. So he scaled up and he went from like two or three people to 30 or 40 people. Okay. Big scale up. Big yeah. scale up. And talk about a level of complication that you didn't have. A complication. Before. Revenues went up, obviously, as a result of that. But he said, you know what? I realized my take home was almost the same as it was with the two or three people, but I had all the headaches yep. of the people and the having to meet payroll and all the other stuff like that. And so he went from two or three people to 30 or 40 people back to two or three people. 
Why? Because at the end of the day, he was making about the same amount of money. So why make yep. this amount of money with a lot more headache? Yep. It's the same thing when I brought in other massage therapists. I spent part of my day calling the person back to try to hook them with the therapist. And when is the office going to be free? And let me get the address for you. And because I paid my therapist so well with each transaction, I only made 20 bucks because I paid the therapist so much money. And I got to the end of the day where I'm like, okay, this was supposed to take time. You know, this was supposed to give me time back. And in reality, in reality, it's just taking time away from me because I'm now running around trying to get these other therapist books. And I was like, what is my job here? Yep. What do I actually want to do? And I let everybody go except for one gal who like was seeing, you know, a good amount of my regulars that I couldn't see, but it was like, it was just too complicated. My mm -hmm. office just flooded in the storms in February and the whole front room of my office just got soaked. And so I had to tear everything out. We put a new flooring. It looks incredible. But in having to take so much stuff out of the front room and shove it in the back, I can't tell you how many people walked into my office and went, oh, you got rid of a bunch of stuff. It looks so much better in here. Not recognizing <laughs> in like three weeks, I'm pulling all the shit back out of here and putting the bookcase back. And I kind of looked at that and it's like, yeah, you know, it actually does look so much better without so much sho stuff shoved in here. I got rid of like 150 books, which broke my heart because books are little children to me. And um, I got rid of the big bookcase and I made everything simpler and I took knickknacks off shelves and it looks so much better, simple. And I told somebody, I said, you know, I wish I would have started out consciously planning this room as opposed to just over the last 20 years throwing shit in it because then it got so big, I couldn't simplify until the office flooded. You know, I didn't have the impetus to make my life simpler and now I do. So, so yeah, enjoy the simple things. We've said the same thing like 30 different times. <laughs> 30 different well, ways. we have, but actually, I mean, it, and it's one of those too. I mean, I'll just share a little thing with the, with the listeners as well, right? Because again, as we're talking, I'm learning stuff from Kathy, right? Because I am one who I love books, right? I mean, I'm an author as well. I've always loved books. I've always loved libraries. Um, I've had thousands and thousands and thousands of books over time right and every time i move or do something else i realize holy shit do you know how many boxes of books i have right i mean that ain't nothing what you see behind me right now right um i mean literally one one house i probably had 15 bookcases like that right and so I'm sitting here, you know, thinking about the same thing like that. Like, do I really need all these books? Oh, but I love books. But, you know, again, as Kathy was sitting here talking, you know, again, the thought coming back to me again of it's probably time for me to purge out some of my books yeah. as well. Right. Because because the simpler it can be, the less we clutter our life. Actually, the more happy we are, the more at peace we actually feel. Yep. I mean, like you, like you said, I mean, people could actually feel the difference when they came into the front room. Yeah. And when you put it back, you could feel what it was like again, which wasn't as good. And then when you got rid of some of the stuff, you could feel the difference oh, again. It feels so much better. And it, it was me stepping out of you know, because multiple people said it. It wasn't like one person who went, oh, it looks nice in here. It was like five or six people that commented on how much better it looked. And in my head, I mean, it was like, I had to not take that personally because I, I was going to put everything back and because I wanted it that way, you know, and it, I had to kind of step out of my 
I guess my ego a little bit of, but that's my stuff and this is the way I want it. And, you know, I had to admit, yeah, I've got too much shit in my office, which took a little admitting, you know, mm -hmm. because every book, it was to help people, right? I, every book was a reference book for me to help, you know, you got IBS, I got a book for that. You got depression, I got a book for that. You've got a hangnail, I got a book for that. If you got, you know, and so I- <laughs> They have books on hangnails? Oh yeah, I tried for them. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That seriously? Tom Cuticle wrote a great book on hangnails. <laughs> okay, along with Thomas Crapper, right? On how to Thomas end, Crapper, good old, good old how, Thomas Crapper. Thomas yeah. Crapper. <laughs> I, uh, little 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 yellow little yellow river by I P Freely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brown spot on the wall by Hu Flung Poo. There's a whole yeah. bunch of those. A whole anyway, bunch, I bunch of them like that. I didn't have those books. Hu Flung Poo, great Chinese philosopher. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, he was great. But it's like I had to kind of step back and go, yeah, no, you guys are actually right. And this does look kind of crappy. And it looks so much better of having that simplicity. And then I got to choose what do I want to put on that shelf? And thinking back to the interview we did with the interior designer, where she said, you know, you can still keep your stuff and rotate it out. I think that's kind of what I'm going to do. Like I put a bunch of knickknacks and things from that, that my clients have given me from other countries. I put them in a enclosed cabinet and who knows maybe next year i'll pull those out and i'll put the ones away that i have you know i got to consciously choose my space and simplify my environment which made me happier yeah hmm. all right well i know what i'm doing the next couple of weeks <laughs> i look forward to hearing about your progress yeah mm -hmm. get that mm. cuticle book it's really good yeah okay Okay, we should go. We're getting silly now. All right. I'm, I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So just take a couple minutes this week. Think about maybe how you can make your life a little simpler. And uh, we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.